Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. I'm pretty sure this scripture was very familiar to you. But what does it look like when this text is looked at in a different light? I lost three members of my congregation, and this text became both healing and a reminder for me and my congregation. Listen in and stay tuned for my reflective thoughts at the end of the sermon. Thanks for listening. For this day, 
for this season, for this moment. Thank God for our green pastures. Those green pastures to me are those things that were there to rescue you. Those things that were used to carry you over. To prepare you for the valley of the shadow of death that is to come in the very next line of our text. The green pasture provides a sense of hope that even in the darkest moments, there still is a piece of hope that is planted in the ground, proving that life will come again. Amen. The green pasture is very much temporary. It serves its purpose for the time it is here. One of my colleagues in ministry reminded me that there were other green pasture moments throughout the Old Testament. Amen. Moses, while in the wilderness, was instructed to send out his people to gather just enough for that day. That very green pasture that would serve its purpose for that day. But the text tells us the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. This line is for the purpose, the intention of resting, of restoring our souls, of getting filled up again, of reaching out for that green pasture of what we need right now. There are unanswered questions about this valley of the shadow of death. This valley that oftentimes feels cold, lonely, hopeless, dry, and when I look around, sometimes I don't see how things will even get better. The shadow of death is what the text describes it as. And we know the obvious things and feelings that, that we experience when we are in the valley of the shadow of death. But again, what if we looked at the text in a different light? Like through that very light that has to be present in order for a shadow to be cast. This light that shines upon that very thing that casts the shadow. Meaning that light shadows death. Light illuminates death. This light only can come from a source of light. This source that would inspire David to even write this poetic text. That light that will shine upon the shadow of death is God. Is our hope in the valley of the shadow of death. And oh, what a feeling it is to move from the shadow into the light. It is sometimes a beautiful thing to experience, especially living in California. I explored San Francisco yesterday, and of course left Oakland where the sun was completely out, and it was warm, and entered San Fran where it was sunny but slightly cool. And as the hours began to pass, my moments and in the sun began to fade, and I went from, wow, this is a beautiful day, to, whoa, it's really cold. I'm ready to go home. <laughs> Those opposite feelings oftentimes come up when we look at our good days and, and we look at our bad days. 
And some days are really rough and we struggle getting through them. Other times we look around and we can see God's blessings just overflowing in our lives. When we look around and we can see peace and we can see love and we can see hope and we can see joy. And when we look at both the good and the bad days, we begin to weigh our experiences. Like how one moment you can feel as if you are on a mountaintop and life looks great and then you see the valley and realize that in the valley there may be some rough moments, some rough times, some rough memories. But one of my mentors reminded me that in the valley is also where the work, where the most work is to be done. No one will stay on the mountaintop forever. And even if you may not be in a valley situation right now, know that someone else may be there and we can be there with them in the valley. So there is space for all of us in the valley right now. But for you, who may be in your valley season, experiencing the effects of the shadow of death, know that the text reminds us that you are going through the valley. Amen. Meaning the shadow of death will eventually go away. The sun will eventually shine again, completely again in its time. Amen. And I say that because we need to begin to give people time to heal. To everything there is a season, as Ecclesiastes reminds us. And it says in there, a time to heal. Well, this, folks, is our time to heal. So I will not ask you to get over it, to move on, but to simply remember that the green pasture, that piece of hope, is never too far away from you. Every time I think of death, I remember 9-11 and growing up, which is the most vivid memory in my mind of how hopeless our country felt. And we needed that love. We needed each other. America band together to support each other in a time when our country was at a low point, a valley of the shadow of death. We used each other as a source of something we needed. We became each other's green pastures. So when I look around this time and think things over, with this perspective, I choose not to complain. Amen. Not to doubt life or hate life or be angry with life because in the midst of all of those emotions, I can look around and see green pastures. Amen. Reasons to keep on keeping on. And if for nothing else, to honor those who have now departed. Those who served with their whole heart. Those who we continue to have memorable stories of their dedication to the church. To the work that God has called them to do. Those memories become our green pastures. So I ask the question, what are the green pastures in your life? Those little rays of hope that continue to be there 
when you need them the most. Whatever that is, let's thank God for them today. You provide the fire. I'll provide the sacrifice. You pour out your spirit. I will open up inside. Fill me of God. Fill me of You know, restoration God. is necessary Fill in times of grief. Of I feel like in my congregation, I meet people. Beautiful people, dedicated people, and then they leave. But I feel like God reminds me each time of why I care about people. Why I now have to realize the instant impact I have on people. For many of us, we only have that one chance, that one moment for our voice to be heard. So speak up, speak truth, speak hope. This world needs it. Tune in next week for more reflective thoughts. I am Pastor Stewart. Thank you for listening.